It's science. What is going on, CrossFitters? This is Justin Romare, your host of CBG Radio. Here at Consistency Breeds Growth, we help CrossFitters perform, look, and feel more confident in their own skin without tracking macros. We have a special offer just for you. We can guarantee that you start to look and feel like a CrossFitter in four short weeks or your money back. Ditch the fad diets, quit tracking every gram of food, and let us help you get the results that you deserve without tracking macros. Enjoy the podcast. Science. What's up, team? It's Justin here from CBG Radio. I'm also live on the Facebook group. Um, so what's going on today, guys? I'm excited to be here. I have a special podcast for you. It's all around carbohydrates. Let me get my mic straight here. Um, all around carbohydrates. So a lot of people are wondering, you know, hey, Justin, I know carbohydrates are important. I know that restricting my carbohydrates doesn't make sense. But every time I incorporate carbs, I gain weight and I don't know what to do. Right. So we're going to go over that today. Obviously, I'm going to pertain it to the CrossFitters. For, for those of you that maybe this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, maybe the first time you're watching me live on a Facebook group. Um, I am Justin. I'm the owner and uh, founder of Consistency Breeds Growth. And here at CBG, they call me the Wild Nutritionist. So um, and what we do here at CBG is we help CrossFitters look, perform and feel confident without tracking macros, right? So that's what we're focused on. And that's what I'm focused on today uh, on the podcast, really pertaining around carbohydrates. We have the open coming up. We got some different things on the horizon. So it's worth going through it. So I want to go through this. Um, but, uh, you know, I want to make sure that, uh, you know, I put this in a frame of reference for everybody. So I'm going to go through a couple of different options for different people on the performance side versus those of the, those people that are really looking for both performance and fat loss. Um, as CrossFitters, right, we're in a very unique situation where we care about the way that we look and we want to look more like we CrossFit, but we also want to fuel better for our workouts. And you can have both of those things. You can have both of those things, right? So I'm going to go over that today in a little bit more detail. So the first thing is why are carbs important? Well, in general, right, um, carbohydrates are important for immune function, right? Immune function and just the immune system in general. So if your carbohydrates are not, uh, are, are super low, you may find your immune system um, not great, right? Constantly getting sick, some of these things, right? Uh, also, keep in mind that um, when you're on super low carb, right, a lot of carbohydrates fuel brain function, right? So we need to make sure we have enough carbohydrates for that. Uh, some people go into ketosis and they, you know, they basically body goes through a, a process of gluconeogenesis and some other things where basically ketones become carbohydrates. And you wonder, well, why does that happen? It's because carbohydrates are really important. Why does the body have a process to do this? right? We need to be able to do this, right? So this is what happens, right? So our body needs this. Um, and it's very important that um, we get carbohydrates throughout the day. Uh, and enough, uh, of course, to fuel for our workouts, right? So in general, um, those are some of the benefits. Now for CrossFitters, obviously, it's the main source of energy that we utilize as CrossFitters, right? So basically think of carbohydrates as gasoline, so if you have a car and you go fill up your gas tank, gasoline, right? You need gasoline and you store it in your tank, right? This is the same way carbohydrates work in the body. Carbohydrates are 
Um, yeah, carbohydrates are our gasoline and we store them in, in the muscle and we store them in the liver and we store them in the muscle in the form of glycogen. And this is typically uh, what we use for our workouts. So if glycogen levels are low in the body and low in the muscle, we tend to not be able to push hard in our workouts, right? Especially at the intensity that we work out at, right? So we need to make sure we have enough carbohydrates. All right, this is critical, very critical. Now, you wonder why when I eat carbohydrates do I gain weight, okay? And here's one reason, right? Carbohydrates, as mentioned, are the gasoline, right? Gasoline car, carbohydrates your body, right? Now, what happens is when you have, uh, you know, gasoline and you haven't been filling up your, your gas tank for a while and you fill it up, your car is much heavier. It's the same thing with your body. As you eat carbohydrates, what happens is they go into your muscles and on top of that, okay, every gram of glycogen, right, which is stored carbohydrate in the muscle, we store three grams of water, right? The water's complex around the carbohydrates. That's just the way that it likes to be. And that's what could be causing your weight to say, well, wow, why is my weight going up when I eat carbs? It's not actual body fat, right? It's carbohydrates being stored. It's being stored carbohydrates, right? It's just carbohydrates in general being stored. So keep this in mind when you start a process where you slowly start increasing your carbohydrates after you listen to this podcast. I hope you guys do if you're not getting enough and you see the, the, the weight kind of tick up, okay? Keep, uh, keep an eye on your pictures, okay? Keep an eye on your measurements. Some of these other aspects don't go one dimensional on me and say, uh, Justin, weight went up, screw it, I'm out. You know, because you're gonna regret it. Uh, and then you'll be back here a year from now and you'll be doing the same thing again. So just keep in mind the scale might go up, especially if you've been on a lower carbohydrate diet for a bit, right? Um, so it's like gasoline in a car, right? When you fill up your gas tank, your car is heavier. It's just the reality of it, right? Um, so how much do we need? All right, this is the big question. How much do we need? How much is too much? How much is too little? Let's go through it, right? I base it off of activity. All right, so if you're not working out, right, let's say you don't do anything, okay? Maybe you go for some walks, you do some stuff. You probably need around your body weight in carbohydrates. If you weigh 200 pounds, you get in 200 grams of carbohydrates, right? Um, it could even go as low as 0.75 grams per pound of body weight, so like 150-ish. But, you know, look, I would, uh, I would recommend somewhere between 0.75 and 1 gram, right? Now, if you're doing CrossFit, you're doing it four to five times per week, let's say you're that, I go four to five times per week, I get in my hour, I go home. Okay, good, right, excellent. You don't need to do more working out than that, right? That's where you feel comfortable, that's what you have time for. You're not trying to go to the CrossFit games, you're not trying to win the Rogue Invitational. Fair play, good enough. You need somewhere around 1.25 to 1.5 grams per pound of body weight. All right, so like if you weigh 200 pounds, you're gonna to look to probably get somewhere around 300 grams of carbohydrates, okay? 300 grams of carbohydrates times four, which is how many calories, which is the energy unit uh, in which um, you, know, you have per gram is four, is 1200 calories, right? So you get 1200 calories worth of carbohydrates from 300 grams of carbohydrates, from three, 1200 calories from 300 grams of carbohydrates, right? Now let's say you're, working out two hours a day. You do a double session, you work out two hours at an intensity, guys. I'm not talking about going in the gym 
doing the wad and then playing around doing calf raises at the end, you know, uh, and talking to people. I'm talking about two hours where you do a Metcon. Uh, you, let's say you do a strength, you do another strength, um, you do a Metcon, you rest, and then you do a max lift or something, and then you do some hypertrophy, accessory bodybuilding stuff at the end. You're a two-hour kind of person, you know. Um, you need two grams per pound of body weight at that point, right? Um, so if you're a two-hour a day person, look to target somewhere around double your body weight. So if you, have, if you weigh 200 pounds, you're going to look to go to about 400 grams per pound of body weight right? Sorry, 400 grams total, right? 200 times two, 400, right? Now, if you're elite level, right? So let's say you're you're training three times per day, three plus hours, some of these aspects, you may go to even three to four times your body weight. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you may be looking to get in somewhere around 600 grams of carbohydrates, right? Three times. So basically, this is the gauge that we use and we, we modify it for our clients and things like that as we go through. And obviously, if we're establishing a deficit, we may change the number of carbohydrates over time. But this is a good starting point for most people. I would say most people are in the 1.25 to 1.5 grams per pound of body weight. You weigh 200 pounds, you likely need to get in somewhere around 300, 300 grams, 275 to 300 grams of carbohydrates, right? Not too difficult. Multiply your body weight by 1.5. All right. So this is relatively the amounts. Okay, and if you're eating this amount, you're doing it consistently during the week, during the weekend, right? And your calories are moderated in a way that makes sense. You're not going to gain body fat, right? You're going to actually give your body the fuel that it needs. We're going to go over timing. We're going to go over some other things as well. But this is basically the amounts I would say that you need, right? Um, so what does the timing look like and what's important, right? So I'll break it down to you like this, right? The most important thing is the total number of carbohydrates per day. That's number one. We're going to focus on that first when we've got that down. And let's say we've consistently hit 300 grams of carbohydrates per day. Then we can start talking about, oh, okay, I just hit that throughout the day. I get it all in one meal. I spread it out throughout the day. doesn't matter, right? What's best? What I would say is best for most people is to split up your carbohydrates throughout the day. Just make it simple for yourself, right? You have five meals. You go ahead and you take, let's say you, you need 200 grams of carbs and you have four meals. 200 grams of carbs, four meals, that's 50 grams per meal. Just make it even split across. 50 grams every single meal that you eat. Relatively simple, right? You guys do the math on your own carbs, right? So that's what you can do, right? And that just allows you to stay consistent, build a routine, know what 50 grams of carbs looks like. You can start getting portion size amounts relative to the foods that you like. Boom, done, right? Beautiful. So that's what you can do in terms of understanding your carbohydrate amount. And that's a really, really great way to just get the baseline level of carbs you need consistently on a day-to-day -day basis, all right? So that's the simple level of timing. Why is that best, Justin? What, what, I mean, I thought you were gonna to talk to me about you know all this other stuff. So this is why it's best, right? Especially for people looking for fat loss. Eating the same amount at each meal in terms of carbohydrates is gonna keep you satiated longer, okay? And when you're satiated longer, you're less likely to deviate from the amount of food that you need to eat and not overeat, okay? So I have this big theory. Uh, it's not super revolutionary or anything, but I feel that the people that have been fasting the past 10 years have cultivated binge eating into their life, right? That's why when intermittent fasting became popular not too long ago, oh my God, 
Rich Froning does intermittent fasting. I'm going to do it. And everybody did it. Look, it may work for some people. It's not going to work for other people. What people were doing was basically they were, hey, I don't need to moderate calories. I don't need to understand what I'm eating. All I got to do is not eat basically throughout the day and I eat whatever the hell I want at night. Okay, bold strategy, Cotton. So what, what people are doing now is they're doing that, but they're overeating way over what their total calories amount need to be because they're eating whatever they want. And when they're presented with the salad or the pizza and they haven't eaten all day, what do you think they're gonna go with? They're gonna go straight for the pizza. There's might as well be an invisibility cloak over the salad, right? So they go straight for the pizza, they go straight for the hamburgers, they overeat. People do this on the weekends as well. People have this miso cycle of intermittent fasting that they do too, where they don't eat a lot during the week and then they get all their calories on the weekend. Also, huge mistake, huge mistake, right? Now you're a binge eater on the weekends. You need, you need to eat enough throughout the week, right? So, hey, look, if you're doing intermittent fasting right now and that works for you, basically you don't eat throughout the day, you're very busy, you know, you're doing this, you're doing that, and then at night you can moderate your calories, make something consistent for yourself, get enough protein in, right? I also hate intermittent fasting for that, for that, um, that notion and just in general, right? Not getting in enough protein at night. It's really hard to do that. But either way, let's say you do do that. Hell, go for it. You're awesome, right? Keep doing it. You found something that works for you. For most people, it's not true, right? And most people tend to overeat carbohydrates, all right? So the timing is uh, key in this because it allows you to stay satiated for longer. You stay satiated for longer. You're less likely to deviate from the calories that you need and therefore you can lose body fat and also crush your wads at the same time, right? So this is what we wanna do, right? Uh, so that's why I say just hit your carbohydrate throughout the day, make your, make your carbs even throughout your meals, awesome, right? Now don't be all perfect with it, like 50 grams perfect every meal. You could have 41 meal and 60 the other meal, 30 and then 70 a different meal. It doesn't matter, right? That's not a big deal, but just keep try to keep something consistent in the flow throughout your day, right? Now, advanced levels of timing. Let's talk about it, right? So when it comes to people that I would say are training, are actually working out in general, doing four to five watts per week, let's go there, right? It's important enough, uh, I would say, for you to get in uh, carbohydrates around your workout, a pre-workout and a post-workout carbohydrate source, typically highly glycemic carbohydrates. That makes sense, right? Some examples would be low fiber carbohydrates like rice-based cereals, white rice, banana, pasta, right? These things are low fiber carbohydrates. You can easily incorporate them before your workout and you can incorporate them after your workout. Beautiful, right? Um, now, if you're doing four to five watts per week, you're doing some strength training, I think that's great. Incorporate that, right? Now, if you're one of those people that have the two plus hour training sessions, right? You do some bodybuilding hypertrophy after, you do multiple Metcons, multiple sessions and pieces, then you may also include intra-workout carbohydrates in to what you're eating, okay? Um, so that's kind of what the timing looks like. Uh, and in terms of it, right, here's the big thing. You're gonna refuel your glycogen over the course of a day if you just get in enough carbohydrates. The recovery process is really expedited. It feels really good and, and, and helps you kind of recover quicker when you get those carbohydrates pre, intra, post, right? So keep in mind, a lot of people make this mistake. The pre-workout carbohydrates are fueling the session itself. You get, uh, let's say you work out at 4.30 p.m. 
after work. The, the pre-workout carbohydrates, let's say an hour before, are fueling the actual 4.30 p.m. session. The intro workout carbohydrates, if you're one of those people that are working two hours, are fueling the session itself also. The post-workout carbohydrates are fueling the following session. The next day, they're helping you recover from the session you just did, okay? So keep that in mind when you're trying to gauge these things, right? So let's talk about the typical CrossFitter. One hour per day, four to five times per week. Excellent, right? You're going to get in for women around three to 50 grams of pre-workout carbohydrates about an hour before you work out, okay? Three, 30 to 50, okay? For men, 50 to 70, right? And this is kind of based off of body weight. Uh, but I put it into women, uh, female and male categories just to make it simple, right? So women, 30 to 50 grams of carbohydrates, males, 50 to 70 grams of carbohydrates, okay? Pre-workout, right? Pasta, banana, white rice, rice-based cereals, something like this, right? This is what I would include, right? So really highly glycemic, solid foods, all right? Um, now, if you are doing CrossFit four to five times per week in one hour, intra-workout carbohydrates are not a necessity for you. So I'm gonna go through that now, but you guys do not need intra-workout carbohydrates, right? You do not need them, okay? Because um, basically what you're gonna do is if you have intra-workout carbohydrates also, it's just gonna take away from your carbohydrates throughout the day. And if you're typically looking for fat loss or something like that, you're gonna be drinking a lot of liquid carbohydrates, typically not good not a satiating, stuff like that. So for intro workout carbs, it's liquid carbohydrates. It's honey, it's Gatorade, it's dextrose, some of these aspects, very similar, right? For women, 30 to 50 grams intro workout and 50 to 70 intro workout for men, okay? This is for the two plus hours, if you're training two plus training hours, right, per day, right? You would include intro workout carbohydrates. So a lot of studies that show that intro workout carbohydrates help uh, fuel the session itself, not only from the highly digestible and absorbing car carbohydrate sources that you're, that you're uh, actually drinking, but also because the body senses that fuel is coming. So you take a sip of greater, it's like, okay, fuel is coming. The brain registers, sugar, sensors going off, right? Everything like that, the brain registers, okay, fuel is coming, excellent, right? And you can push in your lips, you can push in your Metcons, everything like this, right? So it's cool, it's pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. So the intro workout carbohydrates are really for those people that are doing those longer training sessions, okay? Um, 30 to 50 for women, 50 to 70 for men. Same as the pre, all right? Just different sources of carbohydrates, liquid carbohydrates, honey, Gatorade, et cetera, right? Um, so that's for your two plus training hour people. Now let's go back to the one hour per day. That's a lot of us, right? That's me, that's a lot of my team. Four to five watts per week, one hour per day you definitely are gonna to wanna to get in post-workout carbohydrates as well. Okay, so what's the difference here? Amounts, virtually similar. 30 to 50 grams of post-workout carbohydrates for women, 50 to 70 grams for men. Excellent, right? Now, what are the sources here? Honestly, it could be either or. You can go with the liquid, the honey, the Gatorade, the dextrose, or you can go to those high glycemic pre-workout type of carbohydrates like pasta, banana, white bread, rice-based cereals. You could do either or. It's really up to you. Um, but these are some of the things that are going to help you fuel for the next session, help you recover from the session you just did and help you fuel for the next session, right? Um, I actually have a list of pre-post-workout carbohydrate sources. If you want access to, that, access to that, go ahead and comment macro chi chi or DM me macro chi chi 
and I'll get that over to you guys. On the podcast, you can find me on Instagram. Just type Macro Cheat Sheet, send me a DM. And if you're on Facebook, Macro Cheat Sheet, I'll get it over to you, right? Just to give you guys some extra ideas and stuff for this. Um, I know sometimes it's like, oh, what do I eat? You know, uh, it's simple. You know, we'll give you guys a list of some different things that actually make a lot of sense, right? Um, so the post wad to, to, to recap, 30 to 50 for women, all right, 30 to 50 grams, and for men, 50 to 70 grams, right? Uh, and it can be either or. It can be the highly glycemic solid foods like white rice, uh, rice-based cereals, pasta, banana, or it can be um, some of the liquid carbohydrate sources like Gatorade, dextrose powder, honey, something like that, right? Um, dates are also really good. You can incorporate those. So that's what typically I would say timing wise things look like, right? For my athletes, I typically do somewhere around 60 to 70% of the carbohydrates are around the workout, but keep in mind they're working out all day. So they're just eating carbs all day, right? So like there's not a lot of timing that goes into it. What I do make sure is that if you have two training sessions, you definitely have carbs in between. So you have post-workout carbs, then you have pre-workout carbs for the next session, then you have intra-workout carbs for that session. Then you have post-workout carbs for that session, right? So it's constant fueling all day pretty much, you know, and if you have your nutrition in a place that, um, that I'm talking about uh, and you're, you're, you're games level athlete, you're top notch, then, um, then yeah, I mean, it's pretty much a full-time job. There's a lot of work that goes into having the right amount of foods, why meal prep companies, other things really come into place. It's really, really helpful, right? So for the open coming up, guys, um, look, I'm going to do a separate podcast on this, like how to fuel for the open um, because it's it's coming up pretty quickly. But definitely you want to be having carbohydrates even now in this manner going into the open, right? You don't want to be cutting your carbs and then adding in carbs right before the open. You don't want to make any drastic changes before the open. Not the smartest thing to do. Um, so I'm going to do a podcast on the open specifically. I know you guys are, look, some of us are trying to go to the games and semifinals and all this. And some of us just want to crush that girl at the gym. We want to crush our friend in the workout, that person that we train with. We want to beat them. And that's awesome. Nutrition has a huge impact on how you feel correctly for the open and make sure you get where you want. Right. Um, so look, guys, I hope this was helpful. Carbs are very important for immunity. They're the gasoline in your race car. Right. That's it. It's your body. You got to have carbohydrates. Um, I went over the amounts. I went over, you know, advanced timing versus really easy timing. And, uh, you know, what you need to be having pre intra and post workout, depending on your goals. Okay. I hope that this was helpful. If you have any questions, uh, you know, please, you know, let me know, shoot me a DM, please subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're listening to us there, uh, so you can catch the next episode. All right. I have no sponsors here. It's just me riffing off a bunch of free information for you guys. Um, so for those of you that don't know, I'm the wide nutritionist. My name is Justin. We help crossfitters look, perform, and feel confident without tracking macros. If you guys have any questions, just let me know. Peace out. Love you guys.